Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We are joined in studio for one more segment. We thank Jolie Justice, Kansas City Councilwoman and Airport Committee Chair in studio. Uh, we mentioned before the break, people want to know what's next. I mean, we, we hope we'll turn the light on in 2021, but here on November 8th, 2017, what's next? So the next step is this. The city council needs to enter into a memorandum of understanding with Edgemore, the developer that's been selected. And so we will be uh, starting to debate that with public hearings and testimony um, at the end of November. The council actually is in session tomorrow, but then we have a two-week break for Thanksgiving and some other business travel that the council is doing. So we'll be back at the end of November to look at the MOU. Um, if that goes well, then we hope to have groundbreaking in spring of 2018. So when you say a memorandum of understanding, this is what you want out of Edgemore and what Edgemore wants out of you. And that includes input from people in Kansas City. Absolutely. So the Memorandum of Understanding is the initial document between the city of Kansas City and all of its citizens, but especially the council and what we've said we want as part of the community benefits agreement, the requirements for local workforce, all of that will be in the Memorandum of Understanding. That then allows the aviation department, the airlines, and Edgemore to all sit down and start going and putting through those definitive con- um, concrete documents so we can move forward. Can we give you a couple listener questions that came in on the text line? Um, Especially because these are ones that we haven't really gotten yet. Any plans to spend more money on the existing terminals B and C? Absolutely. So we have been committed to making the customer experience in B and C the best that we can do uh, with the terminals that we have. And so every year we spend hundreds of millions in uh, infrastructure. And uh, for instance, one of the projects I'm excited about is we're working on fixing our customs and border patrol experience so that we could possibly even try to um, kind of bring in transatlantic flights before we get to a new single terminal, which would be thrilling if we were able to do that. But we want to make sure that we're making the customer experience great for everybody now. Also from the text line, will this make KCI a layover spot now? That is our hope. So the airlines have explained to us that one of the reasons they cannot give us more flights is because the customer experience is so horrible in our current configuration. Southwest Airlines, American Airlines, they've said they want to expand in Kansas City and have not been able to do it because of our configuration. The hope is we will have this new terminal. We will be an ideal spot for layovers for a few reasons. Number one, We're in the middle of the country. Number two, we are very low cost. I've also heard that it's a better, and I don't know if this is true, but it's a better weather patterns here than in St. Louis. So there's a possibility we could pick up some of the flights that we've lost to St. Louis, which would be a big win for Kansas City. As somebody that doesn't particularly care for St. Louis, that just makes me happy. Jamie's favorite city. Um, More nonstops. That's my hope. Um, One of the things that I went into at the beginning of this is I didn't really have any deeply held beliefs about the airport. I didn't care whether we renovated or went to a new terminal. I just wanted to see more nonstop flights because when I travel, what I think is convenient is not having to stop two or three times before I get to my destination. From the text line, what are the plans for Terminal B and C after 2021? That is a great question. Terminal B will be torn down. Um, Terminal B's parking garage will remain intact. Terminal B's parking garage will become parking for employees, which means they will, for the first time, have close-in parking. And that is actually going to save the city about $2 million a year, because right now that's what we spend 
busing in the employees to the lot. Terminal C, that's up for discussion. We as a city are going to have to talk about that. Right now, there are no plans to tear it down, and we'll need to talk about what the future of Terminal C looks like. Okay, someone asked, uh, with the change coming to the terminal, are there any planned updates for the runway and taxiway infrastructure itself? And what about the small amount of general aviation business that is present at KCI? So the runways and taxiways right now are actually state-of-the-art. We have been making lots of improvements, and they are big enough to handle whatever we throw at them at this point. So that's a good thing. We will be doing some um, with the kind of going to and from the new terminal. Obviously, there will be updates there, which will be important. And then as far as general aviation is concerned, it's my understanding that it will be continued to handle um, the same way that it is today. You know, one of the things that was interesting because KCI turns 45, what, on Saturday? Is that right? I believe that's Saturday. correct. Saturday. The configuration and the convenience was ingenious 45 years ago. And then that day it opened. Wasn't there a terrorist situation which therefore made the closeness, the convenience that we all love obsolete? Like literally KCI became an unsecure le- uh, uh, airport Within 24 hours of opening? Yeah, there was a hijacking. If you look at the Kansas City Star for the day that that KCI was opened, there was a hijacking that day. And within the year, the federal government made the decision that we had to separate ticketing from boarding. And that's when, and by the way, some of the cool stories I've heard through this process, I heard that when KCI first opened, there were some airlines where you would actually walk in, get on the plane, and pay for your ticket while you were on the plane. I mean, that's how some of the airlines were, were, you know, utilizing the airport at the time. It was a regional airport for the most part. There was, for instance, a flight that went from KCI to our downtown airport at the time that we opened. And so one of the things that happened immediately is we completely changed how we did security in aviation. And then unfortunately, it's only gotten more and more difficult since. And so those changes will be significant. Can you talk more about that, actually? Because that was a question that we got sometimes about how one terminal is going to be more secure than the one, the configuration that we have now. Right now, our configuration is grandfathered in under the TSA. And so we are not compliant with the best and the top um, security that that other airports are, you know, able to have because of their configuration. We will be working closely with the TSA, with Customs and Border Patrol, and the FAA to make sure that this is the most technologically secure airport in the country. When it comes to the security force, airport police, private security, does that change? Will there be an improvement there? If we do any changes to anything relating to the airport police, that will be separate and apart from this conversation. Okay. So that, that has um, no bearing on this whatsoever. That would be a conversation we'd have to have separate from this. From the text line, what performance standards will you put in the construction contract? So um, that's great question. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I know that we will do is we will make sure that um, we have obviously all of the, um, and, you know, I don't know what they're talking about specifically with performance standards, but we are not going to allow the folks who are building this airport to skimp on anything. We will have a lock solid contract that will have clawback provisions that will have the ability to make sure that we are getting the absolute best um, project for our dollars. Will the parking garages replace the current economy parking situation? So if economy parking, you mean satellite parking, the question is no, or the answer is no, rather. We are going to have um, still the satellite parking that's available for those who want to pay less. There will also be the private contractors who are out there where you can park elsewhere and come in on a shuttle. And then we'll still have that close-end parking that costs more money. And so that will still be up to the consumer to decide what they want to spend on parking. Can you make sure my wife never does the $27 a day valley parking ever again, like the last time she traveled? That sounds like a personal issue that I'm going to ask you to head into maybe counseling or something to address. (laughs) Nine bucks a day, friends. She gets there so late. She gets there like 20 minutes before the flight, and then... She's got... 
You met my There's, wife. Know, you know her. I, I would argue that. that it might be a little cheaper to do something like Uber or right? yeah, so seven dollars a that's day. That's my. I, I've made the decision that I pay mm-hmm. the twenty-five dollar Uber ride to get up there. Speaking of Uber, we get a lot of questions about ride sharing. Uber Lyft is now back in Kansas City. Will there be specific areas for Uber drivers? Because as Mayor James has said in many interviews I've heard on this station, I don't know how to hail a taxi when I'm at KCI right now. I have no idea. Thank goodness for ride sharing. Yeah, one of the things that I'm really excited about with the new KCI terminal is that we're going to have the separate departure and arrival, which is great. We are going to have dedicated lanes for the shuttle. So if you do park in economy parking, um, you are going to have a priority because you're going to be in a high occupancy vehicle and we're going to get you in and out very quickly. We are going to have dedicated lines for taxis and ride share. You will not have to pick up a phone that may or may not work and call a taxi that may or may not show up. Um, we are going to have the same sort of amenities when it comes to ground transportation that you'll find at all other airports. Question we're getting a lot. We actually had a couple of female construction workers that texted in and said, uh, I don't know if this is a guarantee you can make, but what percentage of the working will be done by minority or women-owned businesses? So that'll be part of the MOU that will be discussed in November and the first part of December. So I want to make sure that everybody comes out and, and, and you know, gives their, their testimony on that and what they want. Uh, the numbers that we're looking at right now are hovering around 35% women and minority-owned businesses will be constructing this. Can you peek behind the curtain or let us know, are you receiving bids from local businesses for restaurants, for bars, for, for shops, for stores? We are not there yet. Okay. Obviously, we had to get past uh, yesterday before we could decide and then the next step will be to be working towards obviously the construction um, once we are further along in that process we'll be talking about those things as well okay explain this a little bit more again if you could for the person and, and several people are asking again the gate numbering thing confuses people a lot keeping sure. in mind that they number through 90 but only 30 to 35 in the current configuration or conf, uh, current configuration are used how will one terminal with 30 gates bring in more flights and airlines so it's, it's a confusing question and or a confusing answer, and I understand that. But right now, on our peak, peak days and times, we are only using about 31 of our gates. So when we move to our new configuration, we are going to have 35 gates, which will actually allow us to move more passengers in and out, and it's all because of the geometry. Right now, the space in our current terminal and the configuration that it is doesn't allow to move people through in that quick of a manner. And so our by moving the square footage and using it in a different way is how we're going to be able to accommodate more passengers and more flights. How does this benefit us going forward? Big picture stuff. So big picture stuff, uh, you can look at a bunch of different things. Number one, we have businesses in Kansas City right now who fly in and out of KCI every day. Some of them hundreds and hundreds of their employees flying in and out of Kansas City every day. They are going to be able to go out and bring in more business to the Kansas City companies because they're able to more quickly and efficiently get in and out of Kansas City. Number two, we are going to have the ability to attract more businesses. We're going to be a, we're going to be able to compete for things like an Amazon 2 headquarters and a World Cup. Um, conventions that wouldn't look at us before are going to be looking at us. This really is going to take a city that is already world class and it's going to add a world class airport, which will only improve the economic um, future of our city. Jolie, it's been awesome having you in here. If people have more questions, can they, is there a place they can can email? Is there a place that they, like, we're learning a lot and we're responding to as many as we can, but if they've got more questions for you as the process goes on, 
Absolutely. So a few things, uh, just so that you know, we still at the the kcmo.gov website, we've got the Momentum page and we've got the airport page. Those are two places that are great to get information in. Uh, All of your council members and the mayor are obviously available on various forms of social media and our emails. Please feel free to reach out to us anytime. And then there are going to be so many public hearings, both at City Hall and around the community. I would really encourage folks to engage in that as well. Jolie Justice, Kansas City Councilwoman, and the airport head. We appreciate you so much for coming in here. Thank you all so much for taking the time to really get educated on this issue. And congratulations to you guys. Thank you. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.